1: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details hey loves thank you so much for joining me i appreciate it i am going to be talking tonight netflix tv mini series from scratch we're going to be talking the good the so much good we're going to be talking the bad i'm not sure that i really found that much in it that I would declare as bad I would say that there are things that we need to challenge because it was so brilliantly put together as a production so it's really would be unfair especially for the obvious awards that would be coming up for it I would not call it bad but there are some things that do need to be challenged um and that is a discussion that begin in the culture for sure so we we're going talk about that the reactions from the culture and I just want you guys to just sit back and get ready for it give me a moment and we're going to come back and talk from scratch <laughs>
0: But say you need a little space, yeah, boy, is it cause you can't be faithful, boy, hope she's cool, unlike you, you ain't ready for a girlfriend, oh cause you think I'll steal your weekends, no, so you make up shitty reasons, want it out, see, I'm not even mad boy, but I'm confused, shouldn't you. keeping me a telling you're too I can't help but Mm feel sympathetic I do you think you're bad boy but I feel bad for you
1: you guys, so we're talking from scratch. Now, this series was um, set in several different locations. So Amy, the star, or the main character is from Houston, Texas. She's studying law, I believe, like her father wants her to study. And she decides to take a break so that she could go and study art in Michelangelo's Italy, right? So she wants to go and study art. And this is supposed to be um, a getaway to do so for six months—a promise that she makes to her father. I just want to go and experience this because she's an aspiring artist at this point, and she wants to just go and experience what that would be like. And you know, against you know, maybe not exactly what her father wants for her, she go ahead and takes this journey. And it's uh, from the beginning; it's amazing. It's in um, she arrives to Florence, Italy. Um, Europe is just Europe. is amazing. I just recently took my first trip to Europe and it really is as beautiful as the scenes that take place in the TV series and I think what I like about what happens to Amy is like all the girls around her that she's roomating with and they're saying to her, you know, like, oh, you know, you're here, you need to have this experience, you need to get laid, and, you know, telling her all these things that she needs to do, and she's just like, no, I just want to go, and really just, you know, she's focused on what she really came to do. So she's on her journey to look at, you know, the different buildings, and all the different art, and really taking in the beauty that is Europe, and that I can only imagine that Florence, Italy is, and... In an organic way, she bumps into the men that she meets, you know? The um, person that was for her, she didn't see him right away because she was kind of zoomed in on going after or accepting the type of person in her life that her father would have approved of and she knew that this character that we begin to know as lino so she uh, bumps into him in just an unexpected way in an alleyway while she's walking with um her i guess it's the person that she first met maybe online or the person that they never really explained that girl's character, but she did become a friend of hers um, over the years. So they are just walking, and her and Lino have this awkward moment, you know. And I remember her walking away after they, you know, bump into each other. And she turns around like, "I like your shoes," and kind of love Lino you know, like, "Wait, what?" But he instantly felt this thing for her, you know. So he's like all into Amy before she's into Lino because she's distracted. By this other guy that, you know, he's, you know, has money and he owns this gallery. And it just seems like everything is in common with this other character. And I, you know what, honestly, he doesn't matter, does he? Because we only love Lino. I don't remember that character's name. Um, it wasn't Saeed, right? Oh, he, he played, um, was it, was his name David? I don't even know. No, David is the neighbor, right? I have no idea. It's just that, that not Lino. We're talking about that guy that she dated that owned the art gallery in the beginning. So who knows? But I mean, this love story that unfolds about, um, that unfolds, you can't jump up here, uh, the, that unfolds between Amy and Lino is so realistic, but it's organic. They didn't type on a computer to find each other or swipe left or right or whatever you guys doing online. Like they literally bumped into each other. So the universe said, this is meant to be. She was forcing herself to go over here to have this experience and to, Um, you know, be in Italy and be there for six months and in doing so and following what was in her gut, she runs into what was supposed to be for her and that's Lino. So we begin to just get into this relationship and there's a point when they meet and, you know, things kind of go not so good towards the end of their time in Italy and they separate. But, you know, as they go into the next episode, they are continuing to communicate. And Now, Lino is taking a trip to Los Angeles to see her. He's relocated. Lino is from Sicily. Okay, so that's another important part. He's from Sicily. He's a chef in Italy when he meets Amy, but he's from Sicily. So, it's um, hilarious, you know, in the beginning of their you know, trying to get Lino on his foot in America, and they're in Los Angeles. And um, her sister Zora is in Los Angeles as a school teacher, so they end up roommating with Zora. So there's like a lot of funny moments, and Lino is just going through this process where Amy's trying to find herself in the art world. She finds her get, you know, just happens on a really great job, um, impresses at the interview, and gets a really great job at a nice upscale gallery. So she has a great start. And Lino's in a struggle because he's this gourmet chef in Florence, Italy. And he comes over here to America where America's not appreciating, you know, the food and the type of food that he likes to cook. So, and there's this book. There's this um, journal that Amy bought for him when they were in their six-month romance in Italy. And sorry, that's my, my baby. That's my puppy, Enigma he wants to be on the podcast, <laughs> so um, there is this book, this journal, and he brings that with him to America, and starts writing all these recipes in it, and Lino just has like a real love for food, and taking great care, in sharing the Sicilian recipes that he's learned over the years, and his presentation, and you're just gonna, fall. of course they say that about Italy anyway, but He's gonna really fall in love with the food that he presents when they're in Florence, Italy. But then also when he brings those foods to the table in um, to the table when they're back in in America. Now, Amy's family is you know we love her family. Her mom is a woman that left them when they were younger, and she's fun. Um, we y'all remember her from Bernie Mac show, so we love her, and so she plays Lynn, the character plays the uh, this mom, eccentric mom very very well, and she left them when they were young, and Daddy raised the girls along, Daddy Herschel raised the girl along with his new, along with his new wife Maxine, so Maxine has pretty much taken care of Zora and Amy since they were little girls. Lynn just kind of comes in and out of their lives. And over the years with all these different love affairs that she has with different guys. So she never really is um, married or connected to one relationship. So she's always kind of like the unstable part of their upbringing. And I feel like they covered the complex issues that can happen in blended families. They covered it really well and from scratch. And um, Herschel and Maxine are raising the girls and, and the characters. Keith David, you know, just brings it. Judah Scott brings it. Uh Kalita Smith brings it. Danielle Deadwaller brings it. Zoe Zaldana as Amy brings it. Um uh Danielle Deadwaller plays her sister Zora and their their connection, the real sisterhood interactions that really do happen in real life were played off really well in this tv series and uh eugenio plays leno and he's this um sicilian guy and he's chosen an african-american girl from houston texas and he has to learn and blend into their lifestyle and you know fast forward even for those if it's a spoiler alert at this point but we're about to be talking wakanda forever if you haven't seen it by now but um I like how they jumped the broom at the wedding like he's he he becomes totally immersed in the, into her culture because his father decides that he's upset with Lino and um he didn't like that he didn't that he ran off to go be a chef and he kind of looked down on that little lifestyle of Lino as a chef didn't really um see that for his son and wanted his son to stay and do the family business of the farming in Sicily. So he didn't accept, and and also color. He did not like that um, Lino had chosen to be with Amy, who's an African-American playing. um, She's an African-American, you know, and she's not Sicilian, and that's what he wanted for his son. So he just doesn't speak to him. He was already not speaking to Lino because he was a chef before Amy came along, but then when he called to say, hey, I found this girl, and we're going to get married, and Dad just cut him off, like, you're dead to me kind of attitude. And mom, you know, of course, is hurt by that because she, um, she wants to go to the wedding. That's her son, you know, so. But Cecilia women seem extremely submissive um, and did everything that her husband told her to do. So I found that. You know, um, to be interesting also just seeing the movie, the TV series did a really great job at portraying for the viewers everything that happens in a Sicilian family and covered really well the things that do happen in a black family, especially when someone steps out um, into uh, a mixed culture relationship. So and the reactions that happen and learning each other's um, different ways, the Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> was hilarious because, you know, spent all that time, you know, going to the store for Zora to get all the ingredients and putting this dinner together in Los Angeles. And then the family comes from Houston and, um, They all come over and they, they don't touch the food that he spent all day putting these Sicilian dishes together, which was his culture. And they are all like, no, we just want the turkey and the dressing and the collard greens and, you know, the cornbread. And so he's having to adapt to what our culture is as a black family, you know, and they were not willing to test his culture, which I do find to be something that we tend to do a lot. We always think, oh, no, this is this way and that's the only way. But you can really learn a lot from just, you know, stepping outside the box and tasting, at least live your life having at least tried something different for once, you know and when we're finding that the foods that white supremacists taught us to eat in the first place when we find that a lot of the foods that were introduced or that we were forced to eat because we had no other choices a lot of those foods are killing our culture and we're losing a lot of our family members to those foods so is there something that we can learn from another culture you know so i think that it it makes a great point that the, the both cultures love food like food brings the family together there was always great family laughing moments at the table as they shared the experience of sitting and sharing food and wine and you know you know the joy that you know great meals can bring and coming together as a family can bring no matter what the dishes right so the the movie to me from scratch does a really great job of showing us both sides you know, the Sicilian culture and um, the African-American culture, and just giving people um, from the screen a very good visual of both, right, and it's the beauty of the characters, of the way that they're able to portray who these people are, and their real feelings of, you know, I don't like that, that's different, and why do you guys do that, and like, all of the actors were just really good at bringing this Um, off screen into our hearts right so I really am impressed in the presentation alone the music the soundtrack is just everything you're missing out if you're not watching from scratch because the soundtrack is put together phenomenally as you're going to see as they come up for all kinds of awards right so it was put together really well the production is really you know really great and one episode and you feel like you've been there for an hour and a half like at the eight or maybe how long were the episodes? Were they like 60 minutes or were they longer than that? I don't know. Yeah, they were they were they just feel really long like you watch a whole movie in each episode. There's a total of 8 episodes. And you're just going to fall in love with love and life and um the movie also covers the real life disparities that take place for a young couple that's starting out and trying to Um, you know, get their careers on the ground and trying to decide, you know, before any children come along, whose career is more important, which one, you know, do we support? Are we putting too much time into what you want and not into what I want? And, you know, here's my life over here and here's my life there. When I'm at work, we come together and Lino and Amy, they just, they do a really great job at loving on each other through the good, the bad and the ugly and Amy's reactions to everything that happens in their lives are what really cuz it's what Br- Leno brought to the table in the beginning but then when he thought I don't know this maybe this don't work he walked away from her it's really Amy that pulled them back together and had them work so I like how she she did the work because relationships are work and the writers and the actors take this book and they put it into a film and they they help us really see like everything that the author is trying to bring to life in this particular um production so it's done very well and you definitely have to go see it if you have not done so um what else was i going to say um so oh so the the disparities that happen Um, promotions and then there's a job offer that comes that's more like what Amy is what her goals are and what she dreams of in life but it's a major pay cut and it's not very glamorous but it's everything that was fulfilling for her heart and so that opportunity comes and then she has to you know battle whether or not she should take it or not or stay with this really great gallery job and um, the influences that this job was bringing her when she makes the decision, right when she makes the decision, real life stuff, m- right when she makes the decisions to take the pay cut and go this direction towards her dreams, that's when something begins to start happening with Lino. So then we watch, you know, he gets, the same thing happens for him. He finally says, I'm going to own a restaurant. I'm going to own a restaurant. He's working at this crappy restaurant that the customers stop coming to in Los Angeles and he's trying to do these great dishes and the other cooks are like man just serve what's on the menu and people stop coming and he knows it's because of the food and he gets an opportunity for the owners um, give him an opportunity to rent the place out for himself so now his dream starts becoming a reality just like Amy's dream at the same time is becoming a reality and he takes over this restaurant right and and now he's building his dream and he's got employees and everything is going well and all of a sudden he starts limping and then his knee and then he doesn't know what's wrong with his knee and the next thing you know real life stuff he ends up in the hospital and turns out he has a major injury and then going into that injury they find out that he has cancer so now life starts taking a whole different turn and, you know, going in a direction that he, they both did not see coming. And now that other job at that upscale gallery that may not be her goals and her dreams starts sounding really good to Amy because Lino's bills are going to start piling up as this reality of the fact that he has cancer and now has to undergo chemo treatments. Like real life stuff is happening in this film, right? Just you're not, you know, color at this point not that we don't see color but you're like you any culture can relate to what this couple is what the what the couple's going through because this is stuff that really happens in real life if you live long enough right so um you know so then they start fighting the medical disparities the racism in the medical system now you know that starts coming to light right this is the Italian guy with a black wife showing up at the hospital and the people are not respecting the fact that she's is his family that she is his wife and you know so that happens in um, highlighting how uh, the hospitals can be you know from emergency room to being an inpatient um, with different doctors that the doctor on staff for the day begins to run tests and you know want labs and then the next doctor tests labs tests labs all the different doctors no one's talking to each other that's the reality of the medical system they don't um share their notes and they the primary doesn't really show up right away and it's just a whole big mess and they are able to bring that in this love story and you know this this um book that's portrayed into made into a film so from scratch is a good one to watch and you know there's more that comes of course you need to go watch the film I did a lot of spoilers but you definitely need to go watch the film and then we're going to come back okay and I'm going to talk to you about some of the reactions that I saw not unexpected but um, that I did see in the, the culture reactions
2: Down, I know I might be headed for teardrops. Now that you got me started, I just can't stop. No, no. Yeah.
1: you guys so much for stopping by i appreciate you make sure that you are sharing um the podcast and i am going to share with my swellcast family my wisdom family you can also find me on social media i am d shields make sure that you are sharing and supporting and getting ready for all things that i have coming up next so i looked at the culture reactions across social media and you know, I come, I have a mixed family. I'm born into a family that has mixed cultures. Um, I, you know, um, made children with mixed cultures and my children are making children with mixed cultures. So I grew up with all cultures that you can think of in a close-knit community and church. So I tend to see things, um, as for what they are, yes, racism is extremely real, and there are agendas that are being pushed out there by a lot of people to, to try to erase what we are. But there is a lie being put out, like, you know, okay, there's no black on black love in the film. That is not true. That is not true. What do you guys think Zora and Ken are? Zora and Ken are Black-on-Black black love. Herschel and Maxine are Black-on-Black black love. And Zora, unlike Herschel and Maxine, who are done raising their two Black daughters, um, and Lynn, you know, the the biological mom, done ra- raising these two amazing Black girls, um, Zora and Ken are on the way to building their family, which is going to be an all-Black family. So there is Black-on-Black black love in the film, right? So a lot of people focusing on the... Um, the chatter and the characters, um, Lino and Amy, but there is more that happens in the film. Major representation of Texas. You know, we like to do it B-I-G, uh, do it big or, or go home is quoted a lot in the movie. That's what we do, right? So there's just, uh, great things that happen in the film and we are represented in the film. I'm the type of person that's like this. I'm going to support the film if one of us are in it. I get four or five or six of us or more in it, I'm I'm there to support the film as well. But even if one of us show up, I'm going to go over there and support that film. That's the way that it's supposed to be, right? It's already lonely enough for well, on, on different films where they're the only one and they're the only black character in the whole cast of people. So that can already be lonely enough. And then to have the black community not show up because the movie's not black enough, that probably is hurtful to the actors, right? But we love... Um, uh, Danielle, we love, you know, uh, the characters. Um, I mean, we love Keith David. We we love the people that are in this film individually in their own projects across their careers. So we're supporting them also. And Zoe Zaldana, you know, we've seen her in a host of different things. So, um, but um, I did see the culture With a lot of reactions to people had Who have not seen the film And they're telling you that there's no black on black love In the film and that's not true Amy and Lena are the main character They are representing this blended family But in this blended family You do have Zora and Ken Who come along, Ken comes along later In Zora's life and they fall in love And a lot of tests that come with Her and Amy during that time And and then you know they begin their family so um there is even asian representation in the film a realistic um situation that happens to an asian couple that end up pregnant and they have to make a decision to continue school and they know they can no longer keep the baby and that's when leno and amy come into their lives and they end up um I can't even remember, like, like, um, she ends up getting pregnant, because they were going to make the baby with Lino, right, like, donating his sperm, weren't they going to do that at first, but then it ends up, that's, that's actually confusing about the film, because the Asian girl says, thank you guys for coming along, because, um, I need, I wanted to finish school, but then they talked about, for a moment, about doing the IVF, right, and, donating his sperm so i don't know um that's um i don't know that part was confusing but give me a reason to go back and watch the film right so there's a there's representation for sure so the culture reactions a lot of people are speaking of things that are going on in the real world and kind of making this film responsible for those things that are happening yeah there are constant images going on across um, commercials and you know food products and things like that to push mixed couples and there seems to be this um constant need to um do away with images of black women that look like me right they're they're doing more images of mixed women um or mixed black women or light skin and you know so we're we're going back into that whole um era for sure in a worse way because they are trying to. Um, do away with critical race theory and trying to do away with talking about slavery. And yes, this is an attempt at the higher ups to do this thing that they think is going to be helpful in a 100 years to pretend as if racism never existed and to blend all these different cultures and say, well, look at that. Look, all these cultures are blended and there was never really any black on black love. And yes, we see the agenda. We do see the agenda, but I don't think that we can really make from scratch the guilty party solely or, you know, put it all on this one film. I think it's a film that people should go and watch. I am a widow, so there are, you know, I don't want to tell the movie, but there's a lot that people can get from um, life as a whole. From love, um, you know, jobs, careers, family um, dysfunction disagreements um, support um, loss and grief and moving forward and um, the medical system and the disparities and culture and you know uh, decision making and cancer and it's a lot that happens it's a lot that happens financial status uh, the gay couple is rep there is a gay representation in the film The gay couple that rents the um place out to leno and amy so yeah so um uh, it, it, it may be that if you have been told a certain thing by different people speaking on this film you probably should go and watch it and see what you get from it for yourself that would be my thought but um going forward you guys we are about to head to wakanda wakanda forever So there are going to be um, a lot of spoilers, I'm sure, on social media. I'm going to try to jump around and over them all weekend until I see the film at the end of the weekend. But let me know your thoughts and share your reactions to From Scratch if you do get a chance to watch it. And let's get ready to talk Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I heard there's a bunch of surprises in there that we are not ready for. And we'll get ready to talk that one also. I am your host, D Shields. Make sure you continue to follow me and my journey as I get on the motivational speaker higher stage. So, I hope that you continue to stick with me so you can be a part of it. Follow my reels um, on Facebook, D Shields, and he's at least 99 more followers. So, can you go and do that? Can you go follow my reels on, under D Shields on Facebook? I could use 99 more followers. And follow me on social media. I am D Shields, I am D E E, S H I E L D S. I appreciate you guys.